Hello, this is FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the Dot Esports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ahmad Khan of CNET. Free agency in League of Legends is underway. Already reports are surfacing of Lee, Faker, Song Hyuk fielding offers from North American teams. Other top players such as Yiling, Doublelift, Peng are apparently making a comeback and Soren Bjorks and Bjerg is looking to join him at 100 Thieves. To talk about all the free agency wackiness is Dot Esports League of Legends and World Warcraft reporter Michael Kelly. Michael, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Hey, Ahmad. Thanks for having me. Okay, so Faker is probably the most famous League of Legends player of all time, and he's coming from a strong second-place finish at World. Uh, which LCS team is seriously making offers to Faker, and is there a chance that he actually jumps from Korea to the United States? So everything we've heard so far comes from uh, Alejandro Gomez of Blix.gg. He made the original report yesterday regarding Faker mm. and his possible uh, status regarding LCS teams. Only two teams were mentioned in that original report, uh, Team Liquid and FlyQuest. Uh, apparently, Team Liquid is the only team to make an offer to Faker, mm. whereas FlyQuest and Faker merely kind of showed interest in each other. I'm not sure what the stipulations were there or what was said or regarded, but um, apparently money was on the table between Team Liquid and Faker, and it's unclear if uh, that was something that ever is going to happen, but I personally don't think that Faker will ever jump from Korea to the U.S. I don't personally believe uh, he's one of those players who will leave uh, the organization he's currently with. He's one of those franchise players. You see it in traditional sports sometimes where players uh, will play the entire length of their long career with one organization and become the face of that team and an ambassador for that team's brand. Uh, I, I don't see Faker going anywhere else but T1. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason for that is because what he can do this offseason is enter unrestricted free agency, get all these offers from other teams around the world, and use them as a bargaining chip in his contract negotiation with T1. Mm. So if Team Liquid is to offer him a high-profile contract, he can go right back to T1 and say, well, they're going to pay me this, so you should too. And he'd be, yeah, he's faker. He'd be foolish to take the first offer that comes his way. And I think good on him for, for getting as much money as he can. He obviously mm. can use his status as a bargaining tool, and it will help him in the contract process. That being said, I do expect him to re-sign with T1. What is kind of the average retirement age that we see in uh, in League of Legends? I, I think faker is, what, 29? I believe he is 26. 26, okay. But yes, uh, average retirement age? The average age of retirement in League of Legends can vary. Um, burnout is heavy in this eSport uh, mm-hmm. to a point where uh, it, it kind of deters players from playing past 25. The League of Legends competitive season is very long, in my opinion. Um, you have the spring split, which lasts from January to May. you got about three weeks in between spring and summer, and then another three months in between... Uh, the summer split and worlds so really you have about 10 to 11 straight months of competition more so 10 because it rarely goes into the first week of november right so you have 10 straight months of competitive league and then a fast and loose off season every november december and then maybe about two weeks to catch your breath before you're already into the next season so i don't think that the ecosystem is particularly strong enough to allow players to have careers that go 10 years on average. It's it's rare to see 
players stick around for so long. That's what makes guys like Faker and Bjergsen and Jensen and all these long-term players. That's what makes them so impressive. Because not only are they winning for so long, but they're hanging around and they're doing it at a consistent basis. So right, right. if you see a player who's 26, 27 years old, like Faker, it's it's nothing to sniff at. It's it's really an impressive feat, in my opinion. I, I, the reason I ask is because, well, the World Cup is going on right now uh, in Qatar, and David Beckham is kind of a bit of the brand ambassador for the World Cup in Qatar right now. And, you know, he himself, when he kind of retired from European football, went and played in the MLS uh, with the Los Angeles Galaxy. Uh, and it was just kind of one of these, like, I'm almost retired, so why not just cash in a big paycheck from a smaller kind of budding league in a rich country? Do you think something like that could be in the cards for Faker in the future, where he just takes a lucrative contract to just kind of like chill out to and uh, before his retirement? I think T1 has the capital to give him a contract like that. Mm-hmm. There are players maybe on other Korean teams who might do that because T1 is an international brand with right. a ton of prestige in esports. So they probably have the money in the bank to give to Faker. Um, we're seeing other players uh, around the world, maybe like Ruler, who just got released by Gen G. He's a good example. Um, there's rumors and reports right now of him heading over to China where he might collect a really big paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, China is notorious for throwing money at, at players and signing them onto their teams under uh, really big contracts. So um, is that in the cards for Faker? Probably not. I imagine he'll stick with T1 because they have the money. He's She should be their top priority forever. Um, But other players, absolutely, it's on the table. We've seen it Mm. before with um, even former SKT slash T1 players in the past. Um, Former AD carry Bang, who went to 100 Thieves in 2018. He came on and took a big paycheck. And although he didn't play for a while in uh, in the U.S., he he brought a name. He brought a presence to the team, Mm -hmm. uh, as did uh, Hooney with Dignitas and Echo Fox and all the American teams he played for after his stint in Korea. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely something that could happen. Maybe not for Faker, but other players, absolutely. And just for context, I mean, what is a big paycheck in League of Legends? Is it LeBron James numbers? No, absolutely not. Um, the biggest paychecks we've seen in North American League usually don't exceed three to four million. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's ballpark, too. Mm-hmm. Uh Beyond that, you have players who make eh, six figures, usually. Seven figures, you're really good. Um, Six figures, you're probably in the middle of the road, if not high five figures. Right. But but no, definitely not the LeBron (laughs) Supermax contract for sure. Yeah. Uh, So Double Lift has been in retirement since 2020. Uh, now with rumors that he'll be going to 100 Thieves, um, Bjergsen might be joining him too. So explain like these the history between these two and maybe what kind of team they're trying to make at 100 Thieves. There's just some guys who's can make, uh, who can make seven figures. <laughs> Th- those two guys are worth the money for sure, and 100 Thieves definitely has the capital to pay them. They are definitely. another uh, big-name team that wants to win and win now. Mm-hmm. Um 100 Thieves is an interesting League of Legends brand because for the last two seasons, they have been in championship contention, even mm-hmm. winning uh, the LCS Summer Split in 2021. Uh, but this year and the year previous, they made it to the World Championship and bowed out early in 
group stage. Um, in 2021, they finished with a 500 record of three and three in the group stage, and actually regressed this year with a record of one and five mm. in groups. So it appears that 100 Thieves is going to blow it up and release players left and right. Uh, despite many of them being under contract, it, it it just didn't work. The core that they had in place was not making any real progress. Uh, general manager Papa Smithy, Chris Smith, he's moving over to FlyQuest, building a team over there. And it, it, 100 Thieves is heading in a very brand new direction, one that puts an emphasis on the team winning right now in 2023. And there are mm-hmm. no better players to win a championship than Bjergsen and Doublelift, who have won more championships together than any other two LCS players combined. Now, do you think 100 Thieves is just going after like a LCS championship or like the big, the big one? I think it starts at home in the LCS, and then you go from there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the big knock on Doublelift is that he has never made it out of groups at Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's yet to be seen, and he retired in 2020 with that monkey on his back. He's going to come right back into the league, and I guarantee that's the first storyline we're going to be talking about <laughs> when he makes his debut, or his re-debut, I guess. Um, yeah. But if if it's in the cards and they have a chance at making it to a world championship, then you just let the floodgates open and see what goes from there. I would say year one is to make it to worlds, make it out of groups, and then year two, if you get close and you really have a shot, go all in. Mm-hmm. You reported earlier today that uh, league journalist, <laughs> excuse me for this pronunciation, but Briek Seeger said former LCS MVP Mingi Spikalu will be leaving TSM for FlyQuest, uh, and FlyQuest would also be bringing on Jung Impact Yan Young. While both players uh, are international, they've been in the LCS long enough to where they're kind of domestic players. So is FlyQuest making room for new international talent, do you think? There are supposed rumors that FlyQuest is making a push uh, for a big-budget team. Impact mm. and Spica are no joke. Um, yes, they are classified as technically international players, um, but they have been in the LCS long enough to a point where they are domestic. Um, I know the uh, Leaguepedia is a little bit... Uh, not misleading, but sometimes you see a Korean or a Chinese flag next to someone's name, and you go, "Oh, they must be international." But Spica is a is a domestic player still, and um, that means that two import slots are open on the team, and they have their mm-hmm. pick of the litter. Um, it's it's unclear at this time who they're going to go for, but there are a bunch of players on the Chinese and Korean market who could definitely help this team out. Uh, The biggest name that's associated with FlyQuest right now is Prince from Live Sandbox. He could be the team's potential AD carry, although it feels like a bit of a long shot. And the other one, I believe, is Vikla from KT Rolster, who uh, has also been kind of rumored to be in the mix with FlyQuest. I'm not Mm -hmm. necessarily sure if that's going to happen or uh, if that's a real possibility for the team. But FlyQuest uh, had a young, really young core last year that seemed to be kind of making strides, had flashes of greatness. Um, Their mid laner, Takui, uh, was a French import player who is reportedly going back to France after one season in North America. So the mid lane is wide open for FlyQuest, and they can take any player they want. 
Uh, the LCS's Dignitas is also getting two players that have long been in the U- uh, the U.S. but are from Denmark, and that's Lucas Santorin, Tau Kilmer Larsen, and Nikolaj uh, Jensen Jensen. Uh, what's the significance of these two players being brought onto the same team to t- potentially? Well, first and foremost, it's a reunion. They played mm-hmm. together on Team Liquid in 2021. They made it to the world's group stage, but unfortunately didn't make it out uh, by way of a tiebreaker. Uh, they lost to Gen G mm-hmm. in, uh, in a winner-go-home game, and they, they went home. Um, but they did have success on the domestic stage together. They were one of the most potent mid-jungle combos uh, in the LCS for, for a season. And um, beyond that, I do think that Dignitas getting them reportedly is huge for that organization dignitas is a legacy organization in north american league of legends Mm -hmm. they have been around since the game's inception but they have been notoriously middle of the road for a very long time right Um, they have not made it to the league world championship since 2012 so 10 years have passed since dignitas was internationally relevant Technically, they made it in 2019 under the Clutch Gaming brand, which they purchased oh, yes. mid-season. <laughs> um, but that doesn't really count for the Dignitas brand. Um, true dyed-in-the-wall Dignitas fans want to see their team at Worlds. And I think getting two high-profile, proven veteran players who have been there before in Santorin and Jensen is a huge step in the right direction for a franchise that has been middling for quite some time. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot that we haven't touched on uh, during this free agency season, like PSG Thailand disbanding its entire roster or Solo's return to TSM. Um, quickly, what are some big stories that uh, we should be paying attention to? I don't think enough people are paying attention to DRX. Um, they just won the world championship, and while that's mm-hmm. all well and good, all five players are entering unrestricted free agency no. today. Um, it's a very rare case where an entire roster was signed through the same date. So uh, today, November 21st, 2022, is the expiration date for all five starters on uh, on DRX's contracts. <laughs> so we'll see who they can retain. Uh, if they want to uh, make a run at a repeat, they're going to have to keep all five, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Reportedly... The players that they are having the most trouble locking down, and these are all from reports coming out of Korea right now, uh, are top laner Kingen and mid laner Zeka, uh, hmm. both of whom were instrumental to this team winning it all. Uh, Zeka, if you ask anybody who watched all of DRX's games, they will tell you bar for bar that Zeka was the best player on DRX. He leveled up immensely at Worlds and was a major, re- major reason why they made it so far in that tournament and Kingen was the one who actually won world's finals MVP. He was the major reason why they won it all in the end. Uh, both of those players were massive, massive pieces. And if they're going to have a chance at winning it all for a second straight year, which seems crazy to pu- think they would pull up another miracle again, but you never know. Um, all five of these players enter free agency today and DRX has to lock them up. Wow. <laughs> well, that's definitely a story we have to all be paying attention to. Um, and who knows, maybe 2023 will finally be North America's year. Uh, but with that, Michael, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Ahmad, thanks so much for having me. This was great. And that was FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the Dot .esports podcast network. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and share. To follow Michael and keep up to date on League and WoW, you can find him at Michael underscore Kelly 17 on Twitter. 
To follow me and my work over at CNET, you can find me at Imad on Twitter. And with that, we'll catch you guys in December.